0: The end is never end. The end is never end. The end is never then. The
1: end is never end. <laughs> another di- another digital Another digital citizen. Another digital c- c- citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. My
0: Citizen. Citizen. my my Gentlemen, welcome to uh, the best TV show and worst TV show of the year uh, thing that we do everywhere. It's also the last episode of this podcast of 2023. Uh, It is the totally last podcast. uh, Look, of 2023. Of 2023.
2: Yeah. Hi, fro. Hey, everybody. Yeah. The f- final podcast of the year.
0: Uh, no, ever, ever, ever like, of the ever, year. Ever. Yeah. How yes, long do we
2: have yes. till we have got what? Uh, four days, five days till next year. So yeah.
0: Yeah, it's the it's definitely the last podcast of the year. Uh, so yeah, enjoy it while while it lasts.
2: Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, until until other years
0: uh, happen. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it is the last podcast of the year. Still uh, so there. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh,
2: top yeah. Top five best worst of TV is happening this week. Uh, last week we did mm-hmm. movies. Uh, I don't know. TV was way crazier for me. I think it's yep. just because there's like <laughs> so
0: much better. twice as,
2: twice yeah. twice as much TV as
0: there are movies, right? Yeah. And also, what a fucking good year for TV? Like, I, I, I have to say this: this, this is one of the best years in a long fucking time. But I will let you go with year number five first. Well, I'm. I don't know if good
2: is a good
0: descriptor of TV.
2: According to my list, at least I'm looking at like my short list after. Uh-huh going through every TV show, which I think it was 242 shows. Jesus Uh, Christ almighty. My short list, the good list, is probably half the size, eh, two-thirds the size of the bad list, where the movies, my short list was exactly the same. The good and bad lists were exactly (laughs) the same length. So I think that actually says that TV was worse, at least comparatively to movies. Does that make sense?
0: Right. Yeah, um, I just think the quality this year was like I, I have some shows there where I uh, I think like oh I'm going to watch that next year and the year after. Like last year, I I thought it was a little like I, I think the maybe maybe the quality was better this year than the quantity last year. If you understand what I mean. I'm just comparing it to TV this or TV and movies mm. this year. Uh, but True, I understand.
2: As far as like TV goes, um, when you say like it was really good, yeah, there were good shows, but percentage wise, if you were to look at mm. TV as a whole, yeah. uh, percentage wise, there's less good shows than there are bad shows. Uh, sure. Where in movies, That's- it's kind of a more fifty fifty split. Where TV, there's so much, oh. but most of it, seventy percent of it, I would say, is bad. I totally agree. Right. But to
0: to be fair to TV, uh, we also watch every fucking new show that comes out every year. So Right. <laughs> or we try to, yeah. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't say we watch every
2: movie, but I, we don't watch every TV show either. But I think it's just uh, the fact that there's... We watch more TV than we watch... Uh, well, there are more TV shows movies. than there are movies. Yeah, That's yeah. just the nature of the beast. True, true, true. But I think the, the fact that there is so much more and that the mm-hmm. split is so much going towards the bad side it just shows me that like having that much more doesn't equal you know quantity doesn't equal quality
0: basically i i will say that my number one worst is uh, probably the one one of the worst tv shows of this millennium in the last like 2000 years but, yes, let's... I think uh, there's,
2: like, a lot of good TV shows. It's just, like oh, yeah. like I said, percentage-wise, comparatively to movies, there's a lot more bad than there are good. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you start the ball. My number five best TV show, um, The Consultant. I don't know if you remember this. It was from February. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When a new consultant, Regis Patoff, is hired to improve a business at an app-based gaming company... Compware employees experience new demands and challenges that put everything into question including their own lives uh 79 on rotten Tomatoes, 6.5 out of 10 on imdb so not amazing scores but I, this was just a very original show it didn't it, yeah it felt like nothing else i've ever seen it had a very interesting storyline and the acting was top notch i thought
0: yeah no, it it uh, definitely reached my honorable mentions. Uh, I really like Christoph Waltz as as well. Like he he's really good and very creepy in this. So that helps. Like having a good villain in a show that's more or less based on the villain. I mean, that's like super important. Uh, because the main character is kind of the
2: business itself, yeah. right? Because there's yeah. multiple. Yeah. Yeah stories happening, but it's all around the business being kind of the character. good guy, and then yeah, the yeah. bad guy, well, I mean, it is, the, like, main character, you know, there's bad guy main characters, and there's good guy main character. You have to have both right. in a movie, right? So, yeah, yeah. uh but there's multiple stories happening at once, so each of those mm-hmm. is, like, the main character,
0: but they all work for this app company, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I really liked it. It has uh, an 8.5 on my list. I think that's what I gave it too, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, my number five is a show I am 110% sure you haven't seen because it's an Apple TV Plus original. It's uh, Silo in a ruined and toxic future a community exists in a giant underground silo that plunges hundreds of stories deep uh, where people live in a society full of uh, regulations they believe are meant to protect them this is with uh, tom uh, sorry tim robinson actually with common in it <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah
2: he just does anything uh, anybody is... If he's friends with somebody, he's like, yeah, I'll
0: do your show. It seems like yeah, to me... Yeah. 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 Uh, Rebecca Ferguson and Rashida Jones is also in this. Uh, has an 8.1 on IMDb, uh 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 90% of Google users like this uh, TV show. Uh, yeah, you, you don't have anything interesting to say about this movie because you've never seen it, but it's based on one of my, uh, on a book that I very much liked as well. So that those two combined really made it, uh, my number five. I'd say most people probably haven't seen the show
2: cause it's on Apple TV plus. Um, <laughs> True. my number four, uh, mm-hmm. this was on Freevee originally, right? Uh, yeah. Freevee, which was kind of also a strange channel, but it mm-hmm. is also on Amazon Prime. Jury Duty, a reality. <laughs> kind of a reality show? Uh, kind of. Chronicling the inner workings of the American jury trial through the eyes of a juror, Ronald Glyden, who doesn't realize that everyone except him is an actor. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's kind... Con- what would you compare it to? I guess there's that Joe Schmo show from yeah, like the the Joe the, Schmo. Yeah. From like the two thousands or something. But this was much mm-hmm. more this was done much more um I would say safely. Is that a good word for it? Where they took that, care that to like
0: very good. Yeah. To they like, don't mock him, them they more or less like mock the jury system and also like make fun of the situation. Or, like,
2: char- like, character types. Like, they there's one yeah. guy who's, like, the this uber tech nerd, and he's always got these gadgets and stuff. So they're making fun of, like, a, a personality type and not really right. directly affecting this real person who doesn't know everything exactly. is fake, which is what happened yeah. in the Joe Schmo show. And that guy ended up having, like, serious mental problems after that show because he didn't mm-hmm. trust anybody anymore because he yeah. just had serious trust issues, which, I mean, it's only been a less than a year that this show... Has been around, so maybe who knows this guy in five years could mm. end up feeling the same way. But the show was yeah. very funny, very well put together, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. say original, but um, I would say original. Well, just because it, you know, the Joe Schmo show was so correct, similar correct. that I, but it, it's so well done that something that hasn't been done in a re- really long time and it was done better mm-hmm. than the original. That's that's a good way to put mm. it. I gave it an 8.5, yeah.
0: Well, uh, my number four is a show that you have not uh, heard of uh, either. It's uh, *Jury Duty*. Uh, we did not just talk about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also have to say that James Marston in this show, like the guy from <laughs> *Sonic the Hedgehog*, is <laughs> so good, and and his interaction with with uh, the guy. It is so funny. And Ronald, Ronald is so nice. Like, I have watched uh, this show uh, three times now this year, and I watched it with a uh, commentary track, okay. where they all of them are uh, uh, like, uh, collected and talk about the show. That was one of the most wholesome things I have heard in a long time. Like how they keep still keeping in contact and like are good friends and things like that. Yeah, I really, really dig the show. This has a nine for me. Really, really love this. So I'm happy that we both agree on number four.
2: Uh, Yeah, I guess so. My number three. Is that where we're at? Yeah. Number three. Please Uh, don't be this. (laughs) The Watchful Eye. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Al- Elena Santos, a young woman with a complicated past, maneuvers her way into working as a live-in nanny for an affluent family in downtown Manhattan, mm-hmm. where she quickly learns that everyone is myster- in the mysterious building has deadly secrets and ulterior motives. Uh, this was mm-hmm. on Freeform, another random mm-hmm. channel that, like, okay, right? why does that show so good on this random channel? 6.3 out of 10 on be se- or 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's uh, criminally low. Yeah, well, I I think it is that the acting is not amazing in this, which I will totally agree. But the storyline's yeah, super interesting. But, but the storyline
0: is so fucking interesting. The that setting is really really care. The <laughs> setting is really
2: well done, and yeah. um, it's got a very, uh, it's got a very, what's a good word for it? Uh, creepy vibe about it, I guess. Mm. Like um. Mm, Nancy Drew kind of vibe, party yeah, boys yeah. feel to it. There's like mm-hmm. secret passageways they're going through in this hotel and stuff like that. It's got that kind mm-hmm. of uh, fun mystery, but also sci-fi feel to it. Um, and also kind mm-hmm. of creepy. Yeah, I, I just, I guess it wasn't amazing. I gave it an 8.5. Still really, really good. And I watched yeah. every bit of it. And hopefully there's a second season, but... I think it was more that this was a surprise, as, as mm-hmm. how, like, just because it didn't seem like it was going to be very good, and then it ended up being amazing, so.
0: Yeah, uh, I have it in my honorable mentions, really, really good. Uh, my number three is Beef, and uh, that is uh, two strangers that get into a road rage incident that brings chaos into their lives. This is with Ali Wong, Steven Yeo, David Chu, uh, Ashley Park. Fuck, this came out as a surprise. Like, uh, this has eight out of 10 on IMDb, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, and seven out of 10 on Film Affinity, whatever that is. (laughs) Yeah, really love this, really, really fun show. Uh, That's kind of like, it ended perfectly and started perfectly and was so tense and that ending just like was one of the best endings I have ever seen on a TV show really really good
2: okay we're on my number two Mm mhm uh I think you might have heard of it it's called Beef uh really? never heard of that show decent Netflix show um yeah it was fun uh yeah
0: alright you liked it? Yeah, you're number two, I guess? Uh, Yeah. Uh, My number two is One Piece. Uh, Talking about things that uh, surprised me. Uh, I really was a big fan of uh, the animated show, so when this came out, my expectations were pretty low, to be honest, because they always fuck things up when it comes to adaptations. And this adaptation just works. Like uh, I had so much fun watching it. It has an eight point four out of ten on IMDb, eighty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, ninety six no ninety five percent of Google users like that. Uh, yeah. Um, it's about uh, Monkey D. Luffy and his pirate crew explored a fantastical world of endless oceans and exotic islands in the search of world's ultimate treasure to become the next pirate king. So much fun. I'm so happy that season two is coming.
2: Uh, yeah, it was good. It, I, it's not. It, I think the everything was really well put together, and it definitely would be mm-hmm. in my top 10, but I definitely mm-hmm. didn't end up in my top five. Uh, I don't know where it would end up in my top ten. Let's see, what did I give it? It uh, would probably be my number six, because I gave it a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. So, I think mm-hmm. it was just that I didn't really connect with the original lore that much, as much as mm-hmm. other people did. Uh, and, you know, I, I always kind of prefer things that are more original than, like, based mm-hmm. off of something. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right, honorable mentions... Yeah, let's do some honorable mentions. I have uh, quite a few. Uh, the Horror of Dolores Roach. Uh, poker Face. Monarch Legacy of Monsters.
2: Um, let's see, Animal Control. Dead Ringers. Uh, Daisy Jones and the Six, which is like the first mm, show I think of the year, that was probably.
0: one of the first, yeah. And so good. Uh, I have swarm uh, copycat killer uh, mrs Davis uh about an AI yeah yeah I had that one let's see slip
2: yeah. that was a surprising show came out in the oh year.
0: yeah uh the last of us
2: uh stars on Mars which, which had yeah. a
0: terrible ending but the rest of it was pretty good uh slow horses you mentioned deadlock already right and now I said Dead Ringers.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: Yeah, Deadlock also was really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Kunk uh, on Earth. Uh, School Spirit, which got added
2: to Netflix yeah. recently, if people want to see it.
0: Uh, the Curse.
2: Uh, Twisted Metal actually wasn't a terrible show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I have Shrinking. Uh, Painkillers. Yep. Yeah. A murder at the end of the world is actually on my list. Really like that show. Yeah, I had that. Uh, and cult of mother god was a good mm-hmm. one of the only docs on here.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Boiling pun point was very good.
2: Uh, and then I had what uh, bargain?
0: Uh, I have the sixth commandment, Happy Valley, and Rain Dogs as well. Yeah, I think the that was... bargain was also on my list, yeah.
1: Okay,
2: I think that was it on my yeah. good. I have a much longer bad list, but my number one...
0: And I have a shorter one.
2: <laughs> my number one is I Am Virgo. Uh, uh, also a Netflix... Oh, is this is a Prime show. Coming-of-age so joyride about Cootie, a 13-foot-tall man who escapes to experience the beauty and contradictions of the real world, he forms friendships, finds love, navigates awkward situations, and encounters his idol, named The Hero, uh, created by Boots Riley. It has 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.1 mm. out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, yeah. not. I, it hadn't... There isn't really any super big actors in it. They're all kind of new, newer, younger actors, right? So I guess maybe that makes sense why we haven't heard of them. Mm. But it was definitely a surprise... I, I thought it was going to be interesting, but the way the story was put together, uh, the ending ended up being super interesting. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: I gave this a 9 out of 10 also. Yeah, talk about the show that shouldn't, like, fucking work. A, a teen uh, thing about a guy that's really, really big. Yeah, let's make a TV show about that. <laughs> like, it shouldn't have worked, but it really, really does. Well, it became one of my favorite two shows of the year as well. I think it is because the
2: idea of his size, instead of the show talking about racism, they use like him being 13 foot tall as right a, a replacement for that, and then mm-hmm. everything that's talked about as, like, he's evil for doing this, he's we're scared of him, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing, is all coming from that, oh, he's too tall, but you could transfer that and put all those same things about him being uh, whatever race you're afraid of or whatever else
0: exactly right. yeah exactly uh, that's and that's why why it worked a really good pick for number one uh, my number one is a show that you didn't click with but holy fuck i did it is uh the fall of uh, the house of usher I have no qualms of about giving this my number one spot, but it is the show I like the best, so <laughs> it, it will get my number one spot. It has a 90% on Rotten Tomato, 7.9 out of 10 on IMDB. I actually have a score from a Norwegian newspaper called The Movie Magazine here, and they gave it a 5 out of 5. Uh, but yeah, siblings Roderick and Madeleine Usher have built a pharmacy pharmaceutical, that was hard to say, a company uh, into an empire of wealth, privilege and power. However, a secret comes to light when uh, the heirs to the Usher dynasty start uh, dying. Yeah, uh, this is Paul and Mike Flanagan together in a m- mismatch. I gave this a 10 out of 10. I stand 110 percent behind that. Okay, uh, yeah. I don't know what you gave it. Seven something, I think. Seven point five, if I, I don't remember incorrectly. I barely even five.
2: remember watching this show, so I don't. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I said, this was not your type of show. Did I watch this show? Because
2: I don't remember.
0: Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Are we going over to the worst?
2: Uh, yeah, let's do that next. Um, yeah, I don't you want see me to it. Go any- first? I don't see it on my list, or, but maybe I watched it a while ago. I don't know. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, go ahead. You go first. Okay, I'm going to uh, blame this on recency bias. Uh, it is so recency bias that I actually saw it this week, but it is <laughs> it is a show from January twenty sixth. Uh, it is Wolfpack Look. Uh, a teenage boy and a girl have their lives changed forever when California wildfire awakens a terrifying supernatural creature. This is with Buffy or Sarah Michelle Geller. Uh, and Tyler Lawrence is in this. And Chloe Rose Robinson. I was so disappointed when she was in this because, holy fuck, I love her. Uh, but yeah, no, this is terrible. Uh, it's like Teen Wolf, but e- even worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the lesser version of Teen Wolf.
2: Yeah, I gave this a 2.5 at the time, <laughs> so not as low as some of the other ones I watched, but it was it was bad. Yeah, I yeah. remember the special effects being really dumb, and so it's extreme. a very YAH show
0: for sure. Ex- extremely YAH.
2: Okay, my number five uh, I saw recently, but this came out in October. Living for the dead, so it's oh my god, definitely a Halloween <laughs> show, right? Uh, no, yeah. not real, well, kind of. Five queer <laughs> ghost hunters crisscross the country, helping the living by healing the dead as they explore some of the world's most infamous haunted locations. They shed mm-hmm. light on those not seen and illuminate untold stories. I don't even know what that last part is supposed to yeah. mean. Well, that's <laughs> it. Sounds like wishy washy. Yeah, they shed light on those not seen. I mean, it's a ghost, like, it's a ghost show, so I don't know, they never really, do they show any ghosts? No. So I don't know what I, that's supposed I, to even mean. I've
0: seen, I've seen three episodes of it, and I didn't see any ghosts. They
2: didn't, yeah, they didn't shine any lights on any ghosts, but this was uh, produced by, and not starring, but voiced by Kirsten Stewart. Um mm-hmm. It just was a bad show and also somewhat weirdly offensive, I thought, and it kind of in a it weird is, way, it yeah. is super unoriginal in the sense yeah. that they're rehashing shit that I've seen in 10
0: other ghost shows already. Yeah, it's the most anti-queer show by queers I have ever seen in my entire life. It Yeah, it's,
2: it's hi- very <laughs> hypocritical. <laughs> the whole thing is kind of hypocritical. And Sold trying that. to sell this kind of a weird agenda that it breaks itself. It, yeah, right.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you see, saw this show ever, but my number f- four is uh, John Carpenter's Suburban Dr- Screams. Did you ever watch this, talking about Halloween? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, this got a 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb. What made 18% on Rotten Tomatoes look? That's really high. <laughs> mm-hmm. and four, four out of 10 on IGN. Uh, hi, horror maestro John Car- Carpenter takes a stab at television and unhearts the evil that lurks in the suburbs. The true, and I'm going to say that with quotes, the true horror series feature detailed encounters with actual slasher sy- uh, psychos Demons and ghosts that terrorize a nation's neighborhood as told by everyday people who survive them. Yeah, this is talking about the problematic show. Fucking hell. What the fuck did John Carpenter do? uh, To do this like I really really don't understand this. I love John Carpenter, but why did he borrow his uh, name to this fucking franchise other than fucking money and the reenactments are terrible and so fucking vague, uh, So fucking fake. One of the worst shows of the year. Okay. Uh, my number four. Uh,
2: I think a lot of people talked about this. The Idol. Um, mm-hmm. After having a nervous breakdown that causes the cancellation of her tour, an aspiring pop star begins a complicated relationship with a self-help guru and the head of a cult, okay? Mm. 19% on Rotten Tomatoes, 4.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, yeah, that 4.5 is a little weird, I guess, but 19% make, makes sense to me. Mm. This show was widely panned as terrible. I don't think anybody went out and said this was a good show other than The weekend, I suppose. <laughs> and his family. <laughs> there was a moment in the second episode where they actually ended up having to defend the show in the show itself after mm-hmm. re-editing the second episode after there was um, people, after backlash from the first episode Um that's how bad the show is, it had to defend itself within itself yeah
0: mm-hmm. okay, uh, my number three is a show that also was not at all controversial at all, it got 1.6 out of 10 <laughs> on be? How the fuck is that possible? Uh, 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. We are talking about uh, the animated show Velma, Luke. Hey, do you want this sh- TV show uh, based on the very popular uh, Scooby-Doo franchise without Scooby-Doo in it? And also Extremely Woke? And also voiced by terrible persons, people, and also not funny and also not interesting, and I have absolutely nothing positive about to say about this. Oh fucking hated Velma Uh
2: yeah, it was bad. I I don't remember what I gave it, but it
0: definitely is it was definitely a bad show. Uh I mean it it was with your favorite uh, voice actor uh, Mindy Kaling, so I know how you love her. I, I <laughs> honestly don't I
2: don't have anything terrible to say about her, so uh yeah. Um let's see number three, Milf Manor.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Single women between forty and sixty seek love with a sing- with single men in their twenties while staying in a beautiful resort in Mexico. This has fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Somehow it's just three point seven out of ten on IMDb. Yeah. Um, How? That's still pretty bad. But mm-hmm. this was a reality show about women hooking up with their sons, but not their, but with other women's sons. That was the big mm-hmm. twist. Is that? These women's sons were dating... They're dating these... All the women in the house's sons show up, and then the other women date their sons. It was definitely going for shock value as far Mm -hmm. as, like, the premise of the show. Um, And everybody definitely bought into it, but it was just also a terrible program, uh, Mm -hmm. as well as the concept being terrible, obviously. It's just Mm -hmm. one of those things where they made it, and you're like, why... Is this where we're at in the society, I guess? Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. This was uh this was so terrible Luke that uh it is actually my number two. Uh I fucking hated this with a uh, passion. I really, really don't understand how this got greenlit. And also, it feels so uncomfortable. Like, I don't mind watching bad reality shows. Like, holy fuck, I've seen some bad reality shows. (laughs) With and without (laughs) look. And yeah, no, this was. It was so bad that I had to have it as my number two. Oh,
2: okay. So, my number two is Spellbound. This, oh my god. Uh, this came out what, uh, in August. When CC Parker Jones were relocated from a small town to U- in the US to f- France to study the P- oh at the Paris Opera Ballet School, uh she's ecstatic, but things take a turn when she discovers a book of family spells in a back room uh of her aunt Ginger's apothecary. Uh yeah, it's got 3.9 out of 10 on IMDb, but somehow 6 to 7 Sixty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, what? It's a really? YA show made for yaw kids, but oh my god, it's so. So bad. I guess I can understand some people liking it because they're like, "Ooh, I love witches," and I also love um, dance or like ballet or something. So mm. it is a very small cross section of people I can see liking it. Is um young people in between 11 and 19 who also love witches and ballet. It's a very small cross-section of people who are going to enjoy the show, but (laughs) I'm not one of them. Sorry. I gave this a 0 out of 10 at the time, so uh, I think it was just it didn't know what it wanted to be. It was trying to be too many things at once and it just trying to mix all, and meld all these different ideas of a show, and it just felt like four different shows, all jammed together to try to like attract a bunch of different groups of people, and it and it fails miserably.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's in my honorable mentions for sure. I fucking hated that show. Talking about honorable mentions, uh, why don't you go first? We got to do this fast because I got
2: so many special forces, uh, world's deadliest.
0: Uh, queenly Le- uh, Cleopatra power slap that was just a scary show oh my god that was scary uh gotdam night real friends of WeHo alert missing perser- persons unit uh the ark a uh, great expectations uh the exhibit true lies this was one
2: that was actually kind of funny kitchen commando <laughs> obsessions Nikki Bella says, I do. Uh, Carpopolis. Farmer Wants a Wife. That was a terrible reality show. Uh, fatal Attraction.
0: Celebrity Prank Wars. Uh, secret Invasion. Um, The Diplomat. Greece. A Rise of the Pink Ladies. That was a oh. terrible spin-off of Greece. Yeah, I don't know how I don't have that on my short list, but
2: it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Till Death do. Uh, us part, yes, that was so good. Fubar with uh, Arnold. Uh, this is Mark Rover, which was we were surprised that it was. Oh, so
0: sad. It was
2: sad. It, it was, was sad. Sad, bad. Yeah, sad, bad. We sad knew bad. why they delayed releasing it once they released yeah. it. Yeah. Florida man. Yeah, uh, Saint X. The crowded room. Citadel, that was made by yes. the CIA. Yeah. Rabbit Hole. Dancing Queens. Uh, Agent Elvis. Um, Tribunal Justice. That was the three-judge <laughs> oh, yeah, show. Yeah. And I don't have anymore. so come on. I Survived Bear Grylls. Um, mm-hmm. The Power, we watched together. Mm-hmm. Swiping America, I think you saw that. Yep. L.A. Fire and Rescue was a show where you actually saw someone die, so that was... I don't oh know how that God. got released. Uh, Barbie's Dreamhouse, that was bad, Superfan, mm-hmm. The Love Experiment, which we just watched, so, mm. Home with the Furies, uh, Neon, uh, NCIS Sydney, I don't know how you didn't have that one. Oh, yeah. Twin Love, <laughs> which we just saw, which was terrible, yep. Yep. Obliterated, which was also terrible, oh, and mm-hmm. The Golden Bachelor was one of my final ones, but then I put something down here, Extra, which wasn't a new show. But it was one of the worst episodes of TV, sh- TV we've ever seen, Big Brother season twenty five episode one.
0: Oh my! God. <coughs> I just had to add that in. B- yeah, because <laughs> you know what? If you had said that was your number one, I would fu- fucking agree. But it's not even a new show. It's just the worst <laughs> I don't, episode of television. I don't yeah, know. it totally fucking destroyed Big Brother almost. The rest of
2: the season was okay and, you know, regular yeah, yeah. Big Brother. But that first episode, I think it was because of the writer's strike, right, is what happened, is that the writer strike happened and they tried to do this production with no audience and no writers or anything because the actors were also on strike, so they didn't have any actors to be in the audience. The whole thing mm. was just awkward
0: and weird, yeah. I'm going to quote my uh, number one. Uh, I'm going to quote myself because... Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the only show I gave a minus ten out of ten. That's not <laughs> even on our scale, but okay. <laughs> not well, even not even 10? capable of happening. I know uh, that that's why 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 I said it. Uh, yeah, it is the idol. I hated this so much more than you. Uh, not only because uh, it has the weekend in it. And Lily Rose, uh, Lily Rose step. but I think it's this. It is so boring, and it was sold to us as this very like sexy show with a lot of sex and cool things happening. I will say this: I have seen paint dry. On walls. That was more exciting than the episodes of the title that I bothered to watch. Like I, I would rather gorge my eyes out than watch a single episode of this. I, I, I have absolutely nothing positive to say about it. I hated it so with a passion that when when I started writing the list for best and, and worst. I just put the island on first on worst and, and then just did the, the two list after that. <laughs> because I knew it was going to be my number one. I'm, the- I'm glad it's on your list. I just think it's too low.
2: Uh, it's definitely cringy, but I think maybe you'll agree The my number one is actually more cringy in a different okay. way, though. A different cringe... Yeah. But I would say this has much lower production value, much worse uh, acting. Uh, the concept for it is the lowest hanging fruit possible. Uh, no as way. in I'm excited. as in America's Funniest Home Videos, because this show is called Totally Weird and Funny. So it also has a great oh, title. It also has like the God. best title of a television show. Do ever. you know what? I totally fucking
0: forgot this show.
2: <laughs> Host oh Michaela Gordon, Brian Cooper, and Noah Matthews submit the strangest, yes. craziest, and most hilarious videos from online and beyond the, <laughs> the stage in front of the live studio audience with the goal of finding the funniest and weirdiest clips of the
0: week. Of the week.
2: Burger <laughs> that King that...
0: foot lettuce. <laughs> that show, that totally, like, it, it, it was so bad, look. That I think I just blocked it from my fucking brain.
2: It says here viewers at home can also play along with the studio audience in such games no. as real or fake, where the hosts <laughs> present real products, one real and two fake, and it's up to the audience to find the real product. That did happen, I guess?
0: I don't know how the home audience was supposed to play what along was with it? that. Moose piss vodka? <laughs> there... Was that one of the ones that was actually real?
2: I don't remember... Yeah, there was... It was something like some kind of... Uh, yeah, animal vodka. But I think there was like yeah, snake yeah. vodka. Yeah, there was some kind of weird alcohol, for sure. Yeah. Um, but it, it was just a terrible version of America's Funniest Home Videos. But the audience interaction in it was even yeah. incredibly fake. They cut to the crowd and you could tell... It was just some other part of the um, production. And they just cut in crowd shots... To make it look like the crowd was interacting it it, uh the hosts themselves were the cringiest part because they made the worst jokes possible and then you had like the lowest bar of the lowest (laughs) bar Uh, no this wasn't the one this has no celebrity guests either wasn't this the one with celebrity guests (laughs) no this was this was just the one with the three random people you've never seen and oh that's right and they and they tried to do uh um some kind of, like, product thing. And, oh, you're thinking of a different show, actually, with the celebrities. I know what you're... I don't remember what that show was called. But this one was even worse because it didn't even have anybody in it. This was on CW. Um, yeah, like I said, they picked the worst internet videos. They're, like, just supposed to be hilarious. But then it'll be mm-hmm. just, like, a cute dog doing something cute. And everybody will be like... Oh, that's so cute That's and it's not even a funny video it's just like a cute puppy video
0: yeah it was terrible jeez I know I blocked that out of my mind I, I don't think it would be in my top 5 uh, it would be in my honorable mentions I think, uh, still think the idol is actually worse believe it or not uh, I, I think it, the idol at least they
2: put some effort into where this had zero where? effort put into it where <laughs> trust me though the, the, the weekend really thought he was doing something and he put a lot of effort just for, so effort was put Wild. into it even though it was bad totally weird and funny no effort was put in and it's and it's also bad
0: well if you want to do something in the weekend, see what I did there, look, mm-hmm. you can go to audibletrial.com ADC. That's audibletrial.com ADC. You can read a book in the weekend. That's better than watching The Idol. That's for fucking sure. All right.
2: Uh, now Tron is going to tell us uh, the truth about the new year. He's going to give us a happy new year.
1: Hello, this is Tron. Tron tells the truth a happy new year so as it has to be, a good year 2023 for my sake both i lost my political election it's bad but i also got a son that's good for the rest of the world the situation is not good but i cannot hold a new Year's speech every year when i say how bad it is how bad it is and how Horrible is going, and how horrible is gonna go into twenty twenty four? To be honest, some shit is gonna happen in twenty twenty four. Maybe a good more right wing election wins again. The war in Ukraine, the war in Gaza. Maybe war in the Middle East. Maybe war in Asia. I don't know. And now, just for the benefit of it all, looks like we're gonna get a war between Venezuela and Brazil. That means more people gonna flee the country. More immigration, blah 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 blah, and right wing politicians gonna say more shit, makes more trouble. Again, gonna make more war. But look at the good side of it. I gonna do 2024. but have a little different approach behind the use to solve the problems. I don't think we can rely on the young people anymore. I don't think you can rely on them at all. They don't vote. I've trying for since 2016, on this podcast to see if I can get people to vote or just encourage people to do something, but people don't do anything. I mean, it's not up to me. Politicians have done it. Musicians have done it. And maybe if Taylor Swift do it, well, maybe then something's going to happen because 2024, I think going to be more of the same, but something, something I hope just can change. And this is all the bullshit about the word woke. I've talked about this before, because everything is woke these days. Woke, 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 woke. Are you for against racism? Woke. Are you for women's liberation? Woke. Do you use historical sources that uh, people don't like? Woke. Woke, 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 woke. Just seeing woke look like the big argument winner. I also talked about that before, and there's going to be more of But maybe in 2024 people are going to get tired, and maybe go down to discussing the real issues. What was really fucking going on? Just not saying, Oh, I have this evidence of something bad happening. Oh, no, that's woke. That's woke. That's woke. That's fucking woke. (sighs) I don't know. But I really have some hope for 2024. I also think maybe adult people should step up more. Adult people just to get out of the cycle. So just go on working, working, working themselves to death, earning money to buy shit they don't need. All kind of shit. Because here is something we're going to resist together. In. We are working, 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 and buying fucking shit and shit and shit. I talked with some family members from two days ago, and they just like, we just stop buying things. Why not? I people, No, you know the economy is going to go this and then go to that. But we can make a big society without big consumerism and big capitalism. We can. It's not called socialism, it just calls common fucking sense. Because every ideology from the left to the right is fucking the same. More and more and more to everybody everybody. More and more means more and more things. Communism, conservatism, liberalism is just fucking the same with that issue. More, more and fucking more. We are in a situation where machines and a lot of technology can do life better for us. So what you should use more time for is not working and making time on on each other one day I discussed hyperloop with a man and he said if you can get so far from one place to the other what should you do with all the time do it all the fucking time I said to him well I know part of the pandemic I was unemployed I had a lot of time to my life a lot of time to discover new things I don't go around getting bored because I don't work 24-7 i never fucking bored. I can always entertain myself. The only reason I do sometimes work is just to get fucking money. To pay fucking bills. More times means more life. More thinking and more questions. But that is the part the people, the financial elite and Wall Street and others, don't want us to do. If we have too much time to think how much bullshit this world is, we're gonna create another world. And for them, that cannot happen. But we can make it happen and keep them fucking in the fucking butthole. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a splendid 2024 and Happy New Year.
0: That was uh, Tron Telling the Truth. Thank you as so, always, Tron. Thank you, Tron. Happy New Year, everybody. hmm I'll say that then it, uh, at the end. Uh, movies. Have you seen the movie? Well, we saw some movies for the last couple weeks. Me and you saw Chicken Run
2: 2, Dawn of the Nugget, last week.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We
2: didn't talk about it because we talked a lot about movies last week, but having escaped from the farm, Ginger and Rocky welcome home a new little adventurer into their lives. Right. And then they're like hiding out in some kind of chicken commune. That's what I got Mm -hmm. from it. Yeah. And then they go on an adventure because the little chicken takes off. It, It was fun. It's by the people good. who did, you know, yeah. uh, Wallace and Gromit, and what, what else did we see? Uh, Flushed Away, that was the other one, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: They've done a bunch of stuff. It's it, I think it followed up well to the original, which you said came yeah. out like ten years ago or something. Maybe I should look yeah. that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I mean, there's nothing uh, to write home about. I, I could see it getting maybe an animation award here or there somewhere. Yeah, or a mm-hmm. nomination at least.
0: Cool. Yeah. Uh, I really digged it. I think it was uh, a perfect sequel. I will not say that it was better or worse than the original, but uh, I think it was on the same level. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I saw Thanksgiving, uh, the horror movie from this year, Uh, came out December 1st. Okay, in Norway, that's kind of funny that it came out. December
2: I was gonna say I'm assuming it came out before that in America because why would you put out a movie called I'm, I'm, Thanksgiving, I'm right? All, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, it is a, F- a slasher uh, movie directed by Eli Roth. Eli-, Eli Roth is very on or off. <laughs> is it is it okay to say that like his movies is like very good or very
2: bad? I think a lot of his movies don't haven't aged well where like originally people were like oh man that's a crazy slasher film and now people look yeah. back at it and go wow that is cheesy garbage like low-hanging fruit yeah yeah i totally totally
0: fucking agree yeah uh, but this horror movie was so fun look i think you will love it it has an 84 percent on rotten tomatoes a 6.6 out of 10 on iron the be. And a sixty-three percent on Metacritic. I'm between I'm the and Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to land on a seven point five, actually. But look, listen to this. It has Addison Ray in it. Okay. <laughs> like, no joke. But uh, it has also Patrick uh, Dempsey uh, and Rick Hoffman that you would know. After oh yeah, I know Rick Hoffman.
2: He he's kind of he's always like the slimy dude, right? Exactly. Yeah.
0: An ax welding maniac terrorizes the residents of playmouth after uh, a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy, picking all- off victims one by one. The seemingly random revenge killing soon become lo- a larger, sinister plan. Oh my God, this was good. And Addison Ray was good in the movie. Look, what? Yeah,
2: I. I don't make fun of Addison Rae anymore after finding out about her parents. Now I'm like, oh, I just kind of feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So I'm, I'm happy for her then, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw The Creator last week, which was... Oh. I think it got added to Peacock? Oh, Hulu. It got so added to good. Hulu. Um, yeah. yeah, it was really fun. It was about uh, a future where AI robots have taken over... Um, humans still are around but, uh, not I guess it's the other way around humans, the AI robots took over, but then the humans uh, took back the earth and now robots are kind of, what second class citizens, or even like exiled from society, they're hunted down, even, and killed and so Mm -hmm. it's, what, it's about a group of, uh, rebel rebels who are helping these robots, uh it's a little confusing, but it, it's a pretty good movie. I don't know. Some of it is very preachy in a way, so I'd give it a, a 7. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, do you have anything else but uh, what we watched this week? Uh, no. This That was the only other thing I saw. Yeah, because, holy fuck, we saw Rebel Moon, part one. What was it called again? Part one.
2: A Child of Fire is what it says here. Yes. In America, at least.
0: So good.
2: Yeah. Uh, Charlie oh, Hunnam, Anthony Hopkins, Sophia yeah. Boutella. Um, it was... Uh, me and Fro started watching it. We were halfway in and I go, is this based on something? Because they start referencing people like in a way where it would be a superhero movie where they would reference it because, oh, that's somebody from the comic book that everybody's going to mm-hmm. notice and be like, the crowd's going to pop because they mm-hmm. oh that's that character that I know from uh, this other thing and that mm-hmm. it felt like they were trying to do that with this but it's not based on anything so nobody's going to pop for a character like that when uh, they don't actually know who that character is it like the gun there's a part in this where they show the gun and it's like you're supposed to be like oh wow she's got this gun this it has all this like uh, mystery behind it and like uh whatever but you're like I don't know anything about this gun. I don't know anything about this yeah. person. I,
0: yeah. And fifteen minutes later, they tell you the story about the gun. They, they Chekhov's gun, the gun, after. After the fact.
2: Yeah, and then in the end, the gun ends up just getting taken away from her and thrown on the ground, and you never see it again. Right.
0: Never, ever. It doesn't even but, come up at the end as a, like a thing. And it was no. definitely not ripped off by Star Wars. Not at all. Nothing was ripped off by Star Wars. Well,
2: there's a bunch of different movies that it was ripping off from, I think, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. But the canteen scene from uh, uh, Star Wars was like shot by shot, (laughs)
1: the
0: same almost. It was yeah. There was a bunch of different scenes.
2: There was one uh, that I compared to the not the Tie Fighter, but the the race scene. They had these mm-hmm. machines that totally look like uh, the Star Wars like racers. Uh, yeah, it was all very. I wouldn't even say like ripped off. I would say there's a good possibility that this these are the movies that it just added in to the AI model to write the script for this film. Right. Right.
0: And it was also- very much Inglorious Bastards Uh Dune. so many things that I could like uh, say there was nothing original at all I, I told Luke that this would probably be in my top five of the worst movies of the year if we had seen it before uh, we made the list of that uh, that list it was that awful like I I don't know if I have anything positive to say about it. It's also like Blade Runner, it's ripping off uh there's so many things. Like there's not a, one original fucking thought in this movie. And how they tricked Anthony Hopkins to do this, I have no fucking clue.
2: Yeah, like I said, it really does just feel like they took a whole bunch of you know sci-fi action movies like Star Wars they took all of those and just inputted those into an AI and it popped this out that's what i think mm-hmm. probably happened here because it doesn't feel connected to any um real anything real but it try it's feeling like it's trying to reference something mm-hmm. the whole time and so yeah it feels like ai written to me that's what i think
0: and three different and three different times we were sure that the movie ended that's very good. Right, that also screams AI to me.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, totally. Uh, was it three or four different times the movie
0: ended? I don't even know. But yeah. I would give this a, a three. Absolute, absolutely no slow motion either. Like, fucking hell, that ma- man loves slow motion. And I gave it a two. Yeah, I really, really dislike this.
2: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with slow motion, it's the overuse of slow motion. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Cool. Uh, coming next week. Yeah, that was fun. News of the week, uh, TV of the w- and movies of the week next week. Tron tells the truth. Biggest scandal of twenty twenty three tournament. Um, mm-hmm. it, yeah, that's. Uh, I've got a list out, but I don't have like my. Mm, we don't. We haven't figured out the bracket yet. We'll say that. Yeah,
0: but this is the last show of this year, so maybe there will be no show. Uh, next year because this is the last show
2: all right Jeremy. Round. Uh, let's start with something christmas related box max christmas special was really fun oh
0: so good i Love thought that the,
2: the barbie opening was surprisingly interesting even for to me mm-hmm. i guess maybe just because there's been such a barbie craze right that it, yeah. yeah to see all that old the, the old stuff that kind of um i don't know my sister had when I was a kid and things like that. Yeah, that was kind of fun.
0: And the commentary by the kids uh, about, like, how the Barbie looked.
2: <laughs> right, that ad- totally adds to it because, like, that's the, oh, dem- that's the target demographic right there, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. She looks nicer. She looks wet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was probably one of my fun- the funner parts of, of the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I thought yeah.
0: the whole thing was good, I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that was uh, and it was so cute as well like so sweet. It definitely f- made me feel uh, you know uh,
2: the Christmas time uh, vibe. I think that and uh, the, the Big Brother reindeer games both gave me like the Christmas vibe this year. Oh yeah, did you see the ending of that? Uh, yeah, I did mm-hmm yeah I was yeah. what did it? I was happy with the, the winner. Win- I don't yeah. like what's her mm-hmm. name at all.
0: No, Minnator. Yeah, so I was also so very happy.
2: I hate how cocky she is all the time. Like, the. Mm -hmm. She just. She's asking. I don't know how they treat her like a good guy in the show when she's always just asking to get owned, basically.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw a new uh, thing I had never heard of a new YouTube channel called Nile red have you ever heard of them mm-hmm he's friends with like William Osman
2: and those kind of people
0: oh okay mm-hmm. yeah they make they made pure uh, making uh, purple gall gold that was so fun
2: oh yeah I've seen a bunch of his videos it's, he does like he's like a chemist it's like a chemistry uh channel yeah but it's yeah co- and he, I... he's comedy
0: it's like comedy chemistry channel yeah it 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 really became one of my favorite uh, channels of this year. Like I never heard of them before. So. Oh That's yeah, fun. I
2: actually he's got a podcast with William Osman and ah oh. and who the Backyard Scientist. You know that channel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they all have a podcast together. So uh, that mm. yeah, what is it called? Dumpster Fire. Dumpster? Okay. No, is that the. I think that might that's be the a, old umpaville uh, right? uh, Ville yeah. channel. Yeah, I know. I don't. It's something like that, though.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Oompa showing his real girlfriend on cam. That was fun. Well, that's just it. She's been on
2: his channel a bunch of times. They just never said they were boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's super famous as well. I guess maybe he th- she was on the channel. Maybe they hadn't made it official yet. That's also a possibility. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, D- did you know, Chris? Uh, before
2: no, I mean other than just seeing her do commentary videos
0: with him, no. Oh yeah, no, she's super popular on TikTok.
2: Oh really? Okay.
0: Oh yeah, she's one of the biggest TikTok stars, and I I also read in the comments she's like she said thank you for <laughs> taking me from the basement. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> uh, she's really funny.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's see. So. What else happened this week? Oh, uh, Andrew Tate got swatted. I guess that happened. Yes. Um, yeah. It. I don't think anything came out of it, right? It was just like no. a, um, a, a random swat when he was live or something like that on like Rumble or some shit. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Which is he on Rumble? Is he on Kick? I don't even know. Whatever he's on.
0: <sighs> Whatever. <laughs>
2: But it was a story. Yeah. That happened this week for sure.
0: Uh sad story. The Lee, Lee Sin Kyung from Parasite uh, died at the uh, age of 4, 8. Jesus Christ, that was young.
2: Yeah, I saw. There's, there's Is there question still what it was? But it, it looks like yeah. it wasn't natural causes. We'll say right. that.
0: Right. Yes. They think maybe that it was something else.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see what else happened this week. Uh oh, well, there was a big controversy with Tana Mojo. Uh, that she was, yeah, what was got, this? She got really drunk. At, there was a live show, not this week, but last week for the H three podcast. They did like a award show for like the worst yeah. of the year kind of award show. They did like, um, you know, worst scandal of the year kind of how we're doing next year. Mm. Except they did it at the same. A venue that they do the Academy Awards and sold it out, so that's actually mm. kind of crazy for a podcast. Um, but she got d- pretty drunk and obnoxious, and people got really upset that she was also trying... She wore a shirt that said, like, I love Trisha Paytas and mm. was getting the crowd to chant uh, Frenemies and things like that. So people were like, mm. oh, we should mention she's, like, good friends with Trisha. I don't oh, know yeah, if you yeah. know that. Okay. Yeah. So, the people... She was being just very obnoxious and kind of... People were upset that she was a little bit... Uh, trying to grandstand on the stage and overtaking the show and kind of ruining the the show a little bit. And so people mm-hmm. got really upset with her, uh, which is still a thing. Oh, the other thing, she kind of defended James Charles on it also. So there was also <laughs> that. She was like... I'm friends with him because he's got a really good makeup line, and she wouldn't like denounce James Charles, so there's a whole gambit of things why people are mad at her for this, but I think for me it was mostly that she was just obnoxious as hell.
0: In uh, game news, I finally got my ass in order and played Dave the Diver. Have you heard about this? I've seen people play it. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really, really fun. Uh... They uh, did a uh, cooperation with uh, Dredged, uh, that uh, was also one of my favorite games of the year. Okay. Uh, this was really fun, yeah. Maybe not my favorite game of the year. I think that sadly has to go to Boulder Gate 3, but but uh, not sadly, but very... like It's not very original uh, giving it to Boulder Gate 3, I guess. I think
2: that, that game... Uh... Isn't it? It seems like a fun game, but I don't think it's a very good for, game for like videos, YouTube or or streaming. Mostly just because of like the. All the skate Three,
0: no. No, I'm talking yes, about
2: uh, the di- the, the diver
0: game. Yeah, it's.
2: Okay. It because of the audio and you, there's so much text to read, it doesn't really translate well yeah. over video. If that makes sense, yeah.
0: Yeah, I
2: have never seen it streamed, to be honest. I've seen a couple people try to make videos on it, and it just doesn't work. And I think it's the same with streaming. That's why people don't stream It's because you'd have to sit there and, like, read the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Oh, my turn. turn. Um, I think that was about it. Oh, there was the How Ridiculous Golf video, which was, like, almost 40 minutes long, which they did in America. They've been doing some videos in America, which was... Has been kind of interesting. Um, okay. Yeah, they did a golf uh, challenge in Utah, like at like a um, extreme mountain biking track, which was super interesting. You just have to check it out, I guess. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, I started uh, reading the Other Woman by Emma Flint. That was really good. You, you can get that on AudibleTravel dot com slash adz. By the way, but uh, yeah. Uh, and that's not really a commercial, but I really liked it. Okay, yeah, check that yeah. out.
2: Um, other than that, I think that was about it. Uh, there's a few news stories on on the horizon. I'm, we probably won't do news for a few weeks, but yeah, um, we're we're keeping yeah. an eye on it. We just say that. Well.
0: Uh, I have a little speech prepared. Uh, I want to thank everybody for an awesome year. Really. I, I love that we are still able, doing this eight... Is it eight and a half years now? Jeez, yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it, uh, it always makes me think of what an awesome year we had. I will really, really want to thank everybody that has listened been being a guest and i will say that in 2024 things are changing uh not yeah i will say nothing big well it's a big deal <laughs> but uh, things are changing when it comes to the podcast i'm very much looking forward to the changes we're doing uh i don't know what what about you yeah it's going to be interesting
2: yeah. it's going to be different, but the same, and it's gonna be fresh. That's the most important thing. It's just to freshen shit up, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, as you have also seen, that uh, our shows have been shorter. That uh, that is a very. That's a thing that we will continue doing uh, next year. Uh, it is uh, something we have thought about very. Uh, Long and talked about, and I think it's the right way of going. Not have two and a half hour shows, <laughs> even though that that time was good. Like we we need we needed some change, and this was a good thing. I also really really want to thank you, of course, uh, for being such a support this year. Uh, really awesome having such a good friend and such a good good co-host and someone that always. That's my back, so I thank you for this year.
2: Thank you, Fro. Yeah,
0: it's been fun. It's always
2: interesting, and this is like the most... These two weeks are kind of the ones we look forward to the whole year. Like, when we're talking about movies and TV, we're always thinking about, like, okay, is this going to be the one that's going to end up in that show? So, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's definitely... It really feels like we're wrapping up the end of the year and moving on to something bigger and better hopefully um, mm-hmm. yeah we'll, you'll find more out about that in what two weeks yeah in two
0: weeks we will talk about we'll, very much about it there will be a we big reveal it. right which we're
2: pretty much solid on what we're doing now just a few yeah. details to iron out but there's probably going to be even more details to iron out over the next few months so <laughs> yeah. I'm sure of it
0: yeah I'm pretty sure of that as well uh well, uh, my name uh, has been Fro. My name is Luke. Happy <flash> New Year, everybody. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, bye everybody.
1: <laughs> another, another <wh Operations> digital, another digital citizen.
0: Another digital citizen. Citizen.
1: Another digital citizen. Citizen.
0: Another digital citizen. 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 Citizen.